Oh my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Quiet, man. Do not quiet. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I am. Don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here. Do it. Stop running. Go back in. Do not run. Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of them. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark, the only Zach Bagan's specific podcast in the world, probably. Uh, probably. I, He's quite a man. There's got to, there's, there has to be, you know, there's, there's a, there's a good chance that someone has tried before to do this. Oh, I, I, um, and probably failed. Yeah, undoubtedly, there which, are people out there could. who are currently doing this right now. But not as good. See, I know that there's Ghost Adventures podcasts. I know that. People are talking about the show. But this podcast very specifically has a goal. And that is to challenge Zach Bagans. Zach Maximilian Bagans. That's his middle name that I've just learned. The truest. Wow, really? No. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know anything. I had his autobiography. (laughs) I know he misspells Zach. Zach Maximilian. <laughs> Anyways, I just, I, this podcast, the whole point, what sets us apart is not only is this dedicated to the study of Zach Bagans as a person, as an individual, but. Study and appreciation of. Appreciation of a walking piece of art. But this is also to challenge him to actually come fight us in the dark. We are putting it on the table that Zach Bagans has to sack up. And fucking take us on in a ghost off with various stipulations. I want to provoke the hell out of them. I want to taunt the hell out of them. I want to provoke and give them a, give them a taste of their own medicine and see what happens when we do that. I, I I personally don't believe I would win a fight against Zach Baggins. Well, um, but that's why I'm excited for it to happen or possibly happen. I don't know. He's he has carried a lot of damage through his life. You know, he's been possessed. He's been attacked by many ghosts. Yeah. And they've, in the show. they've entered him without his consent. Yeah, they, have, they have certainly. <laughs> he has entered. been penetrated. His outward shell of humanity has been peer, penetrated deep into his spirit. He's been pierced. He has been pierced by many an evil lingering spirit with unfinished business. God only hopes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that the, <laughs> that, by piercing him, it was enough to for them to to move on to yeah. the afterlife because uh, otherwise he's not doing much, much uh, ghost busting and more letting ghosts bust. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely <laughs> taking some his body. Okay, <laughs> what the f- dude? Are you serious? I think also it would be interesting if you and I explain sort of our relationship to this show. Oh yeah, how we discovered it. Why we're even doing this. Well, so I, I really, I think where we should start is uh, how professional podcasts start. is probably introducing who the fuck we are. Uh, I, ladies and gentlemen of the internet, am Joel Kleinberger. And you, sir, how would you like to be called on this podcast? Well, Eric Hoofnagel. Eric Hoofnagel. I was thinking we could, for branding, real name. We, could go, we could go by nicknames, but... You know, nah. nah. Okay. Just because the alt right's trying to fucking dox me on Twitter. Oh yeah. You know, 
I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be hiding and doing a different different name. <laughs> so my fish- name's Eric Hoofnagel, <laughs> and I ain't scared of you fucking incel fucking dicks. <laughs> Come and fight me in the dark. So, uh, official introductions. Uh, my name is Joel Kleinberger, and I am joined by my co-host, Eric Hoofnagel, wanted and known Antifa terrorist and target of the <laughs> yes. right-wing militias. Yes. There. I'm, I'm really glad that on our inaugural episode, we're going right in the politics to alienate as many possible oh, yeah. people as we no, can. No, yeah. No, it's great. No cops allowed listening to this podcast. Yeah. Fuck pigs. I don't think that Zach Baggins, I don't think Zach Baggins and his crew would like cops very much. Do you think they would like cops? I wonder no. if they'd like cops. No. I bet Aaron, I bet Aaron likes cops. I think Aaron likes anybody who gives him attention. <laughs> Anyone who actually listens to him? Anybody who lets him get a sentence out of his mouth without <laughs> contradicting him is probably Aaron's best friend. I can't remember when we discovered Zach Bagans and the Ghost Adventure crew, but when I did, it was a the closest thing to a religious experience that I've ever had. Well, I remember coming across it and thinking, oh, great, it's another Ghost Hunter show. I love these. They're really ridiculous. I love them. They're always fun. But then I started realizing that this one was a little different. It was... Only three bros, not necessarily like frat bros. I'm sure, you know, a couple of them were probably part of a frat, but they probably weren't popular. Oh, no. In their frat. Oh, no. These guys are like, are definitely bros who were outcasts of like some true broness. And they decided, hey, we got to hunt ghosts together. <laughs> Because me, Zach Baggins, was attacked by a ghost, and I'm out for blood. I just want to stand up to him. I mean, who who are, who are they? I want to share really quickly my favorite my favorite memory of Ghost Adventures. Please do. And that this happened to me in 2017. Uh, I was at Burning Man, <laughs> and uh, I took. Uh, substances on top of substances and I blacked out um, and I apparently crashed my bike so bad I fully separated my clavicle from my shoulder Um, so I woke up had to get a flight out of there an emergency flight to Reno (laughs) long story short get to Reno I'm on I I go and I stay in a, a, a really expensive hotel because I'm like fuck it Let's spend some fucking bullshit money. Take a long ass shower because I'm covered in dust. And I can't go back to the burn. So what do I do? I take painkillers, hydrocodone. (laughs) I lay naked on a king size bed. And fucking there's a marathon of ghost adventures on TV. And I marathon that shit high as a kite on hydrocodone and uh i i cannot suggest that anyone does that but if you have the chance to do that it's transcendent i mean it sounds like you got as close as humanity can to actually touching god's face or dying while watching the show which will make you a ghost immediately and then zach bagans can call you out 
can, can actually come and fight me in the dark. Is that the only way I'm going to get him to come fight me in the dark? Is to so, actually die? <laughs> that, and so we should talk about the premise a bit because that's our ultimate goal really is to get Zach Bagans to fucking meet us in a showdown of ghostitude. Which makes this the most dangerous podcast that's ever been recorded for two reasons. One, there's no sanctions against the afterlife, so we might get killed by spirits. I don't know. The power of us meeting Zach Bagans in the dark to fight might create a rift into the paranormal and mm. answer the... We might get fucked by demons. That's the first problem. <laughs> I did not foresee that. I, I just thought I was going to get my ass kicked by a goth bro. Yeah, well, you know, I take I'm I'm a little bit of a worrier from my family. I get that from my mom. Aaron, I want you to spend some time there and see if you can get your grabbed, okay? So I am worried that we me, you, Zach Bagans, maybe Aaron, who knows who's around anymore. We meet to fight yeah, each the other. other guy? The, ah, who fucking cares? His name's Nick and he left. It's like it's like Zach Bagans, Aaron, and the other guy. Yeah, the the guy who looks like he would sell speed at a gas station. You know how every bully has his, like, little, like, crony? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Aaron is, like, the little kind of, like, bitch character that oh, yeah. follows them around and wants he, to be cool. He's the but, bro like, bitch. like, could be a nice person. He could be a cool person, but he doesn't follow the right right crowd. Aaron Goodwin seems like <laughs> genuinely a beautiful human being. <laughs> now, this is, this is a very dangerous podcast for another reason. A second reason. Yeah. And in that... <laughs> We release this. We say, hey, Zach Bagans, come fight us in the dark. And then he, what if he just says, yeah, and he does. I know, right? It could end the podcast right away. Podcast is over. But, like, but like, he's not going to. He's not oh, going to no. hear it. It's not like we're going to be on, like, iHeartRadio or some shit. Like, <laughs> no one's going to hear this podcast, Joel. <laughs> like, what you guys are dealing with is pretty dangerous. I want to I wanna know our history, your history with ghosts because if memory serves me correctly you actually caught on video in your house a pasty white powdery specter (laughs) (laughs) i tried to hold that together oh my god oh my god okay (laughs) yes joel you're right um so my friends and I, like, we would always try to film ghosts. We would go to, like, uh, you know, uh, graveyards and film shit. We would do Ouija board and, like, ask questions and see if shit happened. We'd try to, like, get EVP or whatever, even though we weren't really trying correctly. Um, but one day I realized, hey, I've got a webcam. And, uh, and I realized that there was a setting where... Uh, it was set for, for motion capture. So I was like, well, why waste all this film and film all night to see if we can catch a can- catch a ghost when we can just, like, uh, you know, catch him by movement? So uh, I left it on that night, and I turned on a lamp to make sure the room was nice and lit. <laughs> and I woke up in the morning, and sure enough, uh, it had recorded something. And I reviewed, I reviewed the footage, and, um, uh, a pasty white apparition entered the frame 
and it was my nude father <laughs> walking into the room to turn off the lamp that I'd left on. Shoot. And he had covered himself in baby powder because he's an old man. <laughs> so, yes, you're right, Joel. Thank you for reminding me about that. Yes, I did see a ghost, but he's not dead yet. Not dead yet. But it was spooky for a second. As he's weird at the camera. This calls like, for me opening my white claw. <laughs> but uh, we we both actually did have a a significant spirit experience because we were that's uh, true, and we were a shitty PAs. Uh, yes. At on, a, on a movie, I don't think we can say the name of the movie, but we can say you've never seen it. Yeah, you definitely haven't seen it. Uh, it has a title similarity to a famous Liam Neeson movie about taking <laughs> and it was filmed it was filmed at a abandoned insane asylum in Cedral Woolley Washington which if you ever have a chance don't do it oh lord don't go don't there. go to Cedral Woolley especially if you there, look if Jewish. there are ghosts there you don't want to meet them yeah they're gonna pull out their ghost guns and be like get off my land they're going to be double ghosts because they're going to be ghost Ku Klux Klan members. Oh, extra spooky. Yeah, real extra ghosty. Yeah, I, re- I want to really reiterate for the audience, just I want you to understand exactly how white we are. We are so white. And I, as a very white boy, was the subject of racial prejudice in Cedar Road. <laughs> That's the kind of town we were in. So I don't know what was scarier oh is the ghosts God. or the hicks. But uh <sighs> But yeah, we had a number of experiences uh, and so we have we have t- we have tasted the ectoplasm. We have not we're not unfamiliar with the spirit world. So I feel like we're Yeah, some about- things happened on the set of that film. Some things happened that really spooked us out. That's really right. Really gave us a good solid spooking. Uh, on a um, scale of spookitude, I would say it was a 10. That scared the I mean, I still have to button my fly up. We want to talk about the inaugural episode of Ghost Adventures, the one that started it all. And and, and I will just say, this episode is, it starts off strong. Oh, it yeah. It was a really good one to start the whole thing off. Yeah. No, I think I think it's one of the strongest episodes in far, as far as like, real spookiness and, and it was a it was a bit scary and good storytelling from zach baggins good storytelling good storytelling and man the the friends they make on the way are Priceless. the truest treasure of this episode you got you got you got possessed bar person a guy who lives above the bar and is janitor you got possessed carl janitor. the janitor carl the carl janitor the janitor joel we got carl you got, he is a treasure. You got chubby, scared priest who's like, I wouldn't oh mess my with God. this. <laughs> yeah, he's like Kyle the priest. Kyle, Kyle the priest. Vanquisher of evil, Kyle. I'm an exorcist. Tough guy, you're a strong guy. But what are you going to do on the spiritual level? These are the new adventures of Bible Man. <laughs> <laughs> we got... 
Deacon Deacon Kyle. Deacon Kyle. I if I was gonna get exercised and I saw on the docket that it's Deacon Kyle, I wouldn't go through with it. We mentioned that Aaron Goodwin is a bottom bitch, which is a common thing that you'll see within bro culture. Bro bro brocher. Yeah, brochel brocher. Sounds like the sound I make when I vomit. Yeah, brolcher, <laughs> brolcher. Um, yeah, in the brolcher, uh, you have your alpha, you have your skeezy, extra violent towards woman middleman, which is Nick. And I'm not saying that mm. Nick is violent towards women. He looks like he would be. He looks like he he would wear a tank top. Every time he's not on camera, he's wearing a tank top. I was watching some old Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and he has the same kind of hair and gaze of Mac's dad. Oh my god, you're so right. (laughs) Is there a woman up here? Is there a lady here with us that does not like guys? You have this this dynamic of your, your alpha bro, your skeevy middle bro, and then you have your bottom bro bitch. Your triple B. And that's Aaron Goodwin, and it is established immediately in the fucking title crawl of the episode. It, it they are introduced as uh, my fellow investigator. He says Zach Bagans, my fellow investigator Nick Roth, and our equipment tech, Aaron Goodwin. <laughs> motherfuckers yeah. <laughs> oh my god i totally forgot about that they do they do they don't even they don't even let him be a part of no. the team they're like our gaffer yeah uh aaron this our this... Our, our mike guy this bitch that we make load the equipment <sighs> he does play the part well as like as like a guy like an unwitting participant in the yeah. entire thing where he's like i don't know guys yeah. Ooh, I don't know. And they're like, shut the fuck up, Aaron. Motherfucker is there with the camera. He's got his EVP recorder, not an investigator, equipment tech. He's just there hoping he's going <laughs> to get paid. And and every episode, I imagine, they're like, dude, dude, next episode, we're going to pay you. Just just stick stick it out. And he goes through, like, however many, like, six seasons and he's like, man, they owe me. It's going to be good. I'm going to get such a good payout at the end here. I'm going to get a 0.5% share on the back end. <laughs> and a whole quarter of a percent on merch. Bro. Yo, and Nick totally offered me a bag of weed for free, dude. <laughs> for free. Nothing gets better than free weed. Whoa. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> In watching this episode, I did something kind of special, and I watched it first very seriously, and I took very detailed notes. Yeah. And then I watched it again, uh, heavily under the influence of a marijuana edible that got hardcore on top of me, despite my best efforts. Oh, my. Uh, so I really wanted to, I I tried to take notes during that second viewing, but I wanted to get through my fir- my only two notes I managed to take during that experience. And uh, the first note I took was when Zach Bagans first appears on camera. All I wrote down was, "Look at this bitch," and 
I think it's it's just right. his general demeanor and you know, I don't want to turn this into just a dumping on Zach Bagan's hair cast. Like, I don't want to sound like oh. bitchy queens because it's not like we oh, have great his hair. His hair. <laughs> his hair looks like the bottom of a fucking, like, Vietnam War, like, mud trap. Like, yeah. <laughs> like this is, like, something you fall into in, like, Turok 2. You know? This is, like, a fucking dangerous spiky yeah <laughs> oily just a bad news you don't want to touch it you don't want to be near it in all different directions too it's like so i feel like he's in his proto bro goth phase because he looks like he hasn't got a goth friend yet and he's just trying his best because that mm-hmm. hair is so all over the place that's the first thing that i saw well, what was your second note that you took while while being super baked? Uh, uh, I wrote down Zach Bagel hands, and I laughed about that for okay, about great. twenty minutes. <laughs> wow, that's it, folks. Anyways, that's the podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, that's that's brilliant, Joel. That if if we didn't already name the podcast "Come Fight Me in the Dark," I would have said. Zach Bagelhands would have really done it. Uh, <laughs> that's what's going to get us to the top. That's right. Zach Bagelhands. That's the quality. That's the kind of quality you can Zach expect out of the Bagelhands. Yep. So those are, those, are, those are my high notes. They are at Bobby Mackey's Music World, which, from what I can tell, is a shithole that exists yeah. inside of a general shit area in it's in kentucky right which is not great no i've never heard anything good about kentucky i've heard very few things that are good about kentucky my friend rode a bike through kentucky and he was like yeah it's flat and hot and the people are nice as long as you're white so that's not a Mm. good advertisement so he's at bobby mackey's music world which apparently the backstory to this is that it is haunted by a number of spirits, specifically a decapitated prostitute? Hey, well, they didn't fully say that, did they? No, but... It's the know, implication. It's the implication. So, a, a, a lady of, of middling repute gets decapitated. <laughs> and uh, By two guys. By two guys who also die. They get... They get arrested and they tr- get tried. They get hung, right? Uh, they say they're going to haunt the area. Yeah. When I when I looked at the establishing shots of Bobby Mackey's Music World, it does make sense that all three of those ghosts would congregate there because it looks like there's fuck all else around there. Well, and also they explain that this place used to be a slaughterhouse. Yeah. So why aren't there a bunch of cow ghosts? <laughs> you know what? Man. That is a good question. Like, why aren't there any fucking why? Why are animal ghosts so rare? Yeah, when animals die in magnitude more than people. Oh yeah, mm. and in way worse ways. And for ways. so long, what about dinosaurs? Yeah. Fucking, oh man, if they if Zach Bagan's got a T Rex on the EVP, <laughs> hundreds of millions of years. Of fucking, we should be, there should be trilobite ghosts crawling all over our shit all the time. 
I just really like the idea of a T-Rex that is stuck here that has unfinished business. Nick captured this chilling EVP on his digital recorder. You know what? We did miss, Joel, before it starts, uh, Zach introduces the show, which, to be fair, he does on every episode. Yeah. But this is this being the flagship episode, he comes out and says that the reason he's doing this is because he encountered a ghost personally. Yeah. Which you and I had much discussion about because he never goes further than that. Mm-hmm. He never explains. He just oh, yeah. says, I met a ghost, and now I hunt them for a living. And it's like, <laughs> what happened, Zach? He he got scared one time, and it, 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 it really challenged his fragile masculine energy. And so he <laughs> has Honestly, to... Honestly, I think that's what happened. Oh, he also, he also explains that Ghost Adventures is the only raw and extreme... Ghost advent, ghost hunting show. Well, okay, I will actually give him that because I think so. Circa two thousand eight, which I think is the first time this show came out, which I really I think the backstory is Zach Bagan started watching Supernatural and he was like, I want that. And if you haven't watched Supernatural, Eric Hoofnagel, it's the story of two Zach Baganses going out on the road. <laughs> And living out the fantasy that Zach Bagans wants to enact in the real world. I think that he has every right to say that this is a raw and ex- the most raw and extreme ghost show. Because the only other competition at the time was Ghost Hunters, which were a bunch of fucking plumbers. That's right. Like, they would approach it as plumbers would a clogged pipe. And Zach Bagans mm. decided mm-hmm. to approach it like a professional wrestler. No, he's in trouble. I hope he is. does haunt here. So if he's here, he's got a rude awakening because I'm going to call his ass out. And if he's here, I'm going to throw him off this damn island. You know, I remember watching Ghost Hunters. It is like a bunch of dads got together as a hobby. Yeah. And they're like, check it out. I've got this radio that doesn't work right. Oh. And then they're like, dude, turn it on. <laughs> Cursed. We're gonna kill you. Coming up next. Yeah, and then like, and then I'm they. Sorry, I, I hate the fucking spirit radio bullshit. Oh, spirit box. You mean the most, the number spirit one, box. the number one ghost hunting equipment out there on the market. Dude, I don't know. Most reliable. That comes second. My my least favorite is when they use the Xbox Connect camera. And it, like, shows them, like, a stick figure, like, dancing in the corner for a second. And they're like, oh, oh. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I think about searching for the answers to life beyond death, to really proving an afterlife, I set my budget for ghost hunting equipment (laughs) at about $80. At an Xbox Connect. Yeah, so the th- the thing that I really enjoyed was Zach Bagans got all all turgid about this sign. He's like, "There's a oh, sign yeah. in front of the in in the restaurant or the fucking bar where it's like, yeah, you know, ghost things can happen. We're not liable." And he's like, "I like seeing a sign that's like that, like that when we're all going in on a lockdown." This is this is a pro ghost sign. I feel comfortable here. 
Well, <laughs> I feel seen. My, I feel my, recognized. My favorite part about that is it's a sign that's done in Sharpie. Like, is Bobby Mackey really on that hard of time? He couldn't get a fucking laminated <laughs> real ass sign. Like, you can't hire a graphic designer to make your ghost sign. You just have you have fucking the goddamn possessed janitor just make a fucking sign in Sharpie. It does beg the question: Did they make that for the show? And I'm, I would like to say they didn't. Almost a hundred percent sure that they did. <laughs> okay. Do these people here literally know that they're being sandwiched in between layers of dark spiritual energy and demonic attacks? I don't know. Should we ask them? A, a main factor of the haunting is the presence of the licking river, which I really dislike the way Zach Bagan says licking. And oh. it's. It's, and so I really want to take this moment to talk about the way Zach Bagans talks because he doesn't talk like any human that I've ever met or seen. And I've consumed a lot of media. I don't know where Zach Bagans went to school to learn how to talk, but it's not a real school. And Is that where you learned how to talk, Joel, was in school? I mean, I learned how to talk from my parents were and you, then I were developed. Were you mute until, <laughs> until like first grade? Uh, my parents have informed me that I indefinitely was not, and I sh- I, they really wish I would have shut the fuck up and earlier in my life. <laughs> but, uh, but Zach, ba- like, I meant, like, for, like, oratory school, like, where he learned how, like, he, because he talks as though he believes he has an understanding of how people speak when they want to be taken seriously as an orator. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he sounds like he had a mild stroke because it's it's always like at the head of the licking river and it's like please (laughs) don't hit that l so hard you're really making me uncomfortable (laughs) it makes me it makes me think of like all the scary videos on youtube like (laughs) number one the licking river there was a woman this (laughs) Who was killed by two men against her will. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's, like, maybe there's a connection there that, like, anyone who's interested in creepy shit, like, too far, they, like, they, they, they divorce themselves from reality and, like, people. Yeah. And they become unable to, to talk like a normal person. Well, and I just, like, okay, you can usually track the etiology of voices. I have never heard somebody talk like Zach Bagans as much as Zach Bagans talks like Zach Bagans. It's beautiful. And I think he's the, I think he's the originator of those people on YouTube. I think he's... <laughs> That's part of his power, is he came out into the world, and they and some producer was like, bro, you talk like you're fucking stupid. And he was like, that's just the way that I talk. And, <laughs> and they were like, all right, yeah, we'll give you a show. <laughs> they kind of throw at them someone very special. Um, they're like... They're like, well, what, like, what's happened in here? And they're like, well, our janitor was possessed. And they're like, what? Let's talk to that guy. Which, <laughs> fucking man, what a treasure Carl the janitor is. We got Carl. I, I would say he is a time capsule of a man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's beautiful. Straight out of, like, the mid-70s. He's like, you know... There's spirits in the walls, and you don't know. 
Well, my, my favorite thing about Carl the janitor is his confidence post exorcism. Like that's right. You know, he got exercised and some, and then there, and he was like, well, now the demons know to leave me alone. It's like, why? It's like, you don't really Carl. You seem like a willing victim. Yeah. If I was a demon, I would be going for Carl. He doesn't seem like he's a tough customer. No, he looks like a character. He looks like 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 a character cut from like Twin Peaks. Oh yeah, dude. This is this is exactly why me and you are making this podcast because when you heard that <laughs> sentence, I was just thinking David Lynch. He came he is out yes. of a David Lynch film. He's straight up. And he's also that 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 character that, that 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 character who's like running the gas station where the kids stop on their way to like a cabin in a horror movie, and he's like, "Whoa, you don't want to go up that road," and he's just kind of weird and creepy, yeah. and like there's something off about him. <laughs> it's clear that the best thing that's ever happened to him was being possessed. Yeah, because it gives him a fucking story. Yeah, that's the only story he's got. You know how you walk in front of an air conditioner mm-hmm. or you open up a freezer on top of the refrigerator mm-hmm. that burst of cold? Yeah, yeah. He also mentions that he came out of the possession choking a priest. <laughs> he woke, he came to choking the exorcist. Which, like, man, if you ever have an opportunity to choke a priest and get away with it, yeah. I mean... You take it. I wonder if it was Kyle. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Kyle's like t- like fucking 20 years old. Fucking Carl the janitor is like 96. It just makes me happy to think about about <laughs> just chubby, chubby old Kyle, Deacon Kyle in there. It's like power of Christ, I guess. It compels you. Oh, that'd be a demon right there. This southern guy is just so upset that this <laughs> city fucking preacher is here to exercise him. He's just getting a choke in on him while he can. You come from a town with paved roads? <laughs> you son of a bitch! Get the hell out of Bobby Mackey's! Oh, boy. Do you see that on that door right there? That American flag? Yeah. And it says, go away. Mm-hmm. That's what I used to tell him. Okay, so, so, so Carl, Carl lived above the bar. He was the janitor. Mm-hmm. He became possessed. He choked a priest. He wasn't reprimanded for it. <laughs> but then there's also this, like, fucking dude who wrote, like, a book about Bobby Mackey's. Oh, yeah. He gave me my favorite line. And it's I think it's, it, it, is, it is a very important line in the discourse of America. Because he says, and I quote, in my opinion, and this is in reference to the head of the woman. Oh, my God. My opinion that that it was given here as a blood sacrifice to the devil. Now, yeah, that's right. Because they gave it to Satan worshipers. Yeah. But so it's in his opinion. So you can <laughs> it's have an opinion. It's not even based on anything. No, no, no. Yeah. In my opinion, them two boys were literally agents of Satan and they raped that head. Like, it doesn't <laughs> and make you know, it real. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> In my opinion, 
in my I would say I'm in my opinion they did put the whole head up the other feller's arse. <laughs> and you know, he enjoyed it for Satan. You know, men don't get to experience the power of childbirth. And this boy was granted that by passing a full human head out of his sphincter. And he felt that birth for Satan. In my opinion. It is my opinion that that woman is still alive today in that well. (laughs) Searching for her head. But her head is inside the lower colon of of another ghost. Of the ghost of the murderers. (laughs) The man who knocks on the walls of the latrine. Well, so that brings us to my next thing is the haunted bathroom scene. That's right. Oh, that's right. They interview a guy. They interview a guy. And so that would explain why the ghosts are so angry in the bathroom, because it is hard to pass a human head that's stuck in your colon. And <laughs> Wow. We're going there. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, that is what happened. And this bathroom just got intensely hot. You know, it's my opinion (laughs) that they did not actually throw that head down the well. They put it up his ass, and when they were hung, it popped right out before all the spectators of the town. (laughs) And they said, he's giving birth! So this transitions into uh, them going to an auxiliary facility where the slaughterhouse really was. Um... Yes. And uh, where the the uh, aforementioned Satan well goes down. Right. And uh, they are accompanied by, like, if Carl is the guy at the gas station who's warning the kids not to go up that road, whoever wow. the fuck this guy's name is, because I certainly didn't write it down. He is the guy who is also at the gas station who's like, yep, yep, you'll want to go down that road. You get them. Yeah. (laughs) You got some pretty girls with you, there. Yeah. That's this guy. So every single, he has got the biggest shitty grin everywhere they go. Oh, my God. He he has no kayfabe at all. Every time it cuts to him, every time a door opens or, like, cuts to him, he's like... (laughs) He, like, he's fighting every urge he has to look into the camera. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is It is clear. He is yes-anding this whole thing so hard. He, he strikes me as sort of, like, a person who gets paid to take people through a haunted house. Oh, yeah. And he has to keep up the bullshittery to, like, interest yeah. people in the tour. He, he comes into there, and he's talking about, he's like, oh, it's the room of faces. And they're like, really? What? And he's like, one night I came in here, and there was a satanic circle on the floor, and it was glowing green, and I yeah. put my hand on it, and it was warm. And it's like a child telling a story where they oh, yeah. just keep adding shit on top. 
Oh yeah, him him he he after after Zach Bagans and crew leaves for this lockdown, him and Bobby Mackey are in that fucking very same slaughterhouse warehouse smoking up cigars, be like, we got them fucking city boys, didn't we, Bobby? Didn't yeah, we, they're Bobby? like, we gonna get some business now. <laughs> <laughs> Which they clearly need if they can't even fucking keep bats out of the goddamn storeroom. Like Jesus Christ, and like of course the fucking. <laughs> Oh yeah, a ghost knocked over the statue of Jesus, and oh, I've never seen a statue with the head just break off. Like, how does that happen? I don't know, because of physics, Zach. The statue of Jesus is falling over. His head's right there. What the hell? And that's weird for it to fall and just this break off of it. Especially right in front of the well room. That's where Pearl Bryant's head was thrown down when she was decapitated. Wow. It's like a conspiracy theory where everything means something. Yeah. So the fact that the Jesus statue fell over near the spot where the girl's head was thrown into the well and mm-hmm. his head broke off, it's like, damn. That's got to be a sign. I mean, not much of a logical leap there. That is it. This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? Yeah. Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. So that's the that what's next is after Yesander locks them in to uh, you know, with a big grin on his face, like <laughs> we're gonna get you. <laughs> Zach and crew, uh, the first line he says is very welcoming. And then he immediately goes back into taunting. But they're they're using speech patterns and words that people don't use like they all of them keep yelling do harm to us who the fuck <laughs> says that who says come oh, on harm me harm me bro oh. like if you're if you're getting if you're getting whacked up by a dominatrix you're like not like oh harm me baby <laughs> like hurt who says harm you've been harming everybody else in this club You've been harming patrons of the bar. You've been harming Bob Mackey's wife, Carl. Okay, first of all, Joel, you've clearly never been hit by a dominatrix because if you say, oh, hurt me, baby, they're going to fucking really hurt you and then they're going to leave with your money because you don't call them baby, you call them mistress. Uh, If you're given, if you're even allowed yeah, I have not. I have not all. been well, and it's clear that these boys haven't either because they say harm like fucking weirdos reading from a script. Harm me, harm me, oh harm, harm me. my body. Come and harm me. I would later regret that command. Very soon after they start, at exactly fourteen minutes and thirty six seconds into the episode, Zach Bagan says he does not like going by feelings and at 19 minutes and 54 seconds he says it felt like i was being surrounded by pure evil like (laughs) you took him four fucking minutes to contradict himself he doesn't like going by feelings but he does at every turn at every possible turn (laughs) And then, you know, they're, they, they, they hear some, some knocking and some other stuff. And my favorite, the thing that I really want to bring attention to is uh, the first 
piece of uh, evidence they get is a unexplained female voice. Uh, at two, at uh, twenty-four minutes and thirty-five seconds, Zach decides to try and engage with Johanna. That's and right. That's right. Because he, in a, in a classic like horror movie trope, he's like, "We keep hearing all these sounds from the attic, so I think I should go up and stay there by myself." Like, there, it's, it's of course they're sending Zach up to be bait for the only female ghosts. Oh yeah. In in this, you know, they're like they're like, well, Zach's pretty good with ladies, so. I wanted to see if I could make a connection and comfort her. And he obviously thinks that about himself because he says at 24 minutes and 35 seconds, I quote, <laughs> "Johanna, are you in here? I'm in your secret room now, sweetie." <laughs> and I'm like, "Zach, this oh. this poor woman was decapitated by creepy men, and you're gonna throw oh out a sweetie god. in her secret place? Oh my god! I'm gonna use that sometime. This is just creepy as hell, man. I'll be the first to admit it. This is creepy as hell. They pick up an EVP. They're like, and then we heard we heard this EVP of a of an unexplained crying sound, and it just sounds like like. <laughs> like that is that is the extent. Yeah. I mean, it, as far as an EVP, eh, five out of ten. It's not great, and, but it does lead to one of the iconic scenes of all of Ghost Adventures, which is mm. Nick being freaked out about hearing a knock in the bathroom, uh, which right. produce which produces the stop. Stop running! Yes. Line. Yes, that's right. Oh, oh my f- stop. Stop. stop! Stop! Run! Stop running! <laughs> it also furthers the beta effect of air. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm so happy you mentioned that. I'm so happy you caught yes. that because I have a... I oh. caught it. I caught it, Joel. I caught it. Um, he tries to say one thing. I heard that, dude. Shut up. He barely gets more than one word out before Zach tells him to shut up. Yeah, he says he's saying something like he's saying something like like I heard, he's he's just trying to he's trying to co- corroborate. He's like, yeah, I heard it. Oh yeah, that's right. He says yeah, yeah. He goes, he's like, oh, I heard that. And then Zach goes, shut up. And it is like, oh, so beautiful. Yeah, dude. A minute after that, after Zach told Aaron to shut up, Zach asks Aaron. If he heard it. And then right when Aaron starts to answer, Zach shuts him up again. <laughs> like, no reason. He's just like, did you hear how loud that was? Yeah, that was loud. loud. Like, just flexing on his bitch. <laughs> just, just putting his beta Man. bitch in his place. Anyways. Yeah, so, so, so this is like nearing the end of the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. So right? they they hear they hear the knock, and then they go to the well, which is where right. the spook happens. That's right. So so Zach, they're all down there. Zach had been talking about how he wanted to be down there at three a.m. You know, yeah. he's like this is where it's going to happen. You know, mm-hmm. and they're wandering around. They're just like kind of like wondering where the ghosts are, and Zach just starts uh, complaining. 
yeah. a lot about mm -hmm. his back. It just, Where I feel burning right here. I feel burning right here, right here. It's like burning. Is there anything right here? There's no. They lift his shirt up to show his perfectly chiseled body. Oh yeah. And they Spent. they argue. The three of them argue for far too long and yell about what's happening. They're like, dude, yeah. dude. And then he's like, dude, what? And they're like, dude. And he's like, dude, what? And they're like, dude, <laughs> scrapes. And he's like, dude, what? And they're like, scrapes on your back. And he's like, what? Dude, no. And they're like, did you hurt yourself? And he's like, no, it's just, I was just standing here, bro. What is it? Stop moving. Okay, scratch. What is it? It's a scratch. What do you mean? Aaron, turn oh your back. Oh my god, where? It's on your back, straight down your spine. Hold, Zach, just hold your shirt up for a second. Oh, and this is what I love. This is this is my favorite thing about Zach Bagans, because he is the quintessential alpha bro. Because he came in to that basement, he was filled with piss and vinegar. He's like, yeah, you will come fight me in the dark. Wait, damn right I'm coming for more. Fucking fuck me up, yeah. Yeah, come He's on. He's like, you like hurting people? Do me harm. Harm me. Yeah. Harm me. And then he gets harmed and his tone immediately twists to petulant bitch. Did someone just scratch me? Dude, it's burning again, guys. I can't. Let me see. It's just like, what? Oh my God. He's what? Like, he's like, who scraped me? Scra who the? Oh, it burns. Yeah. Don't do Dude, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Yeah. And then, oh man, there's this really great part where <laughs> he's like, he's like, dude, give me your flashlight. And he like, like just rips this flashlight out of Aaron's hands. Of course. And if you pause that, you pause that shot and look at Aaron's face. <laughs> there's parts of this that I don't think are our character. It's real. It's some real shit. He's yeah. like. He's like, oh, 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 fucking Zach's on one of his fucking tears again. <laughs> yeah. He is not going to be able to run from it after the lockdown. Aaron Goodwin's getting it. God, it gets worse. He, he's pacing. He's pacing through the basement. He's like, who did this? Come on, show yourself. And then he, and then as they get upstairs, he turns and he's like, he's like, oh, you want to scrape me? Scrape Aaron's face! <laughs> Scratch Aaron's forehead! And this is the first example of them offering Aaron up as a sacrifice, which yeah. happens a lot in this show. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, the episode rounds down. They talk to wait, a priest. Wait. Oh. No, Whoa. Joel. Are you kidding me? What happened? You've Did completely I miss something? forgotten about the entire physical apparition they catch so when they set up all those cameras and they're all just talking to each other they oh, catch yeah. a shadow a shadow person moving between pillars and they're like and they're like we also noticed he was wearing a cowboy hat which to be fair no there's no yeah. there's no way you could tell if he was wearing a cowboy hat but it's one hell of an apparition. Yeah. It's pretty yep. good. I, I would say, like, collectively, the evidence on this episode, as silly as it is, is A+. plus. Yes, absolutely. Yes, that's why they, I feel like that's why they went with this episode for the first one, because it catches you. It's, oh, yeah. It's a good episode. 
it's got it all. It has EVPs. It's got uh, it's got appar- full full body apparition. It's got orbs, which fucking nobody cares about orbs. Um, yeah. It has uh, not actual on video possession, but talk of possession. And it has bodily harm, physical bodily harm. They they eventually are waiting at the door to get let out, and they're all fucking so excited to leave. And here comes you know fucking bullshitter yes ander who's way too happy to open the door to let him out Mm -hmm. uh they leave and they're like they're like oh boy so excited and then zach decides to go and meet with the priest who we both have decided is uh kyle yeah (laughs) deacon kyle yeah, and so he's like, he's like, we're deciding to go and talk to a higher authority. <laughs> and so they go and talk to this guy who's an actual exorcist in a church, and they have a TV put in there so that they can show him all the clips. Yes. And he says, he says, uh, so I, I, I was attacked by a ghost. Here's the footage. And the, and the priest is like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. And then he shows him pictures, and he's like, this is it days later. Look, it's still there. And he says, it's three marks. The mo- like, it's a mocking of the Trinity. It's a, it's a mockery of the Trinity, which means it's demonic. And he's like, oh, okay. And then they show him the, 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 the cowboy you know, shadow figure. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, look at this cowboy. And he's like, he's like, that's not, that's not a person. <laughs> it's a demon. And, and you can tell that Zach's a little annoyed where he's like, yeah. I don't know if they're all demons. Like maybe it's the guys we said it was. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's that. Maybe you can just uh, read the script, Pastor Kyle. <laughs> Could you take a look at what we already talked about? But also, he he doesn't he doesn't even miss a chance to like alpha up in front of oh, this yeah. priest, where he's like, the priest is like, I you know you shouldn't be doing this, and he's like, he's like, I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna provoke him. I'm not gonna stop. There's no way. Yeah, I know. I know it's dangerous, but. Unlike you, who's a fat puss, I am going to continue to fuck up these ghosts. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. I'd like to get in to the titular segment of this podcast, Mm. Eric. The challenge. The challenge. Because it is time to challenge Zach Bagans to come fight us in the dark. This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. With this episode on mine, uh, I would like to add the stipulation of we both need to be drunk. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that uh, Zach Bagans... Do you like that one? I like it a lot. I think that, you know, Zach Bagans... You know, he's faced demons. He has faced he has. the literal devil in whatever scratched him. And he is definitely believes that he's been entered a number of times. And so I think we are at a disadvantage 
So what would be your stipulation, though, according to, to, to Bobby Mackey's? Like, what would you add to, to being fought in the dark by Zach Baggins? Well, I think that uh, as part of our taunting of the ghosts, that me and Zach would have to cut a significant and at least minute-long country music riff together. And Ooh. I... Th- yeah, I think he has to record a ghost-themed country music song with us. And then we get oh drunk my God. on rye whiskey. Wait, hang on, hang on. You're adding mine into it? Well, of course. We got to do both. Oh, okay, great, great, great. All right, I'm, I'm down for both, man. That's great. <laughs> so this week's stipulation if Zach Bagans hears this podcast, if he comes and fights us in the dark, we will do it drunk on rye and we will cut a country music song together about ghosts to try and challenge them to come fight us in the dark. Is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not going to make me scream like a little girl. Dance more sure. Show yourself. So tune in next time when we check out the second episode of the first season of Ghost Adventures, um, which I do not think I've ever seen, and I'm very excited. And uh, what do you think, Joel? I think that I'll see you next time, and please like, comment, subscribe, whatever the fuck we're doing. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Are we going to be on iTunes or some shit? Yeah, we might be. We might Leave make us a iTunes. review. Check out our yeah. Patreon that we don't have. You know, give us, send us some money on Cash App. Send us your fan arts of Zach Bagans, Daddy Doming, oh. Aaron Goodwin. <laughs> I'm full. Oh, that's all I want to see. <laughs> I think we could also go out on the question to the audience. It's, <laughs> send your responses <laughs> to whatever email that I set up. Uh, the question I'm going right. to pose it, pause it to you, audience members, is with Zach Bagans having been penetrated so often, do you think he's ever fucked a ghost? <gasps> Good question. And maybe we'll talk about what we think we what we think about that at the beginning of the next episode. Hey, I'm into it. All right, Thanks, I love Joel. you, Eric. I love you. I love you much. <laughs> Good night. Good night. All right, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to Come Fight Me in the Dark. Eric and I really appreciate it. We love doing this shit, and we want to do so much more. So if you love it, please tell a friend, make your associates listen to it, play it at your place of work, even though it'll get you fired, and keep listening on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever we can put it in the future. You can follow us on Twitter at Come Fight Me in the Dark using at CFMITD. You can also reach out to us at AaronIsABottomBiatch at gmail.com. Please send us all of your Zach Bagans fan art, your questions, or your spooky ghost stories. We'll try and get to them and share them around as much as we can. We really want to see them and hear from you folks. Again, thanks so much for listening. We love you.